Welcome to the Inspired by Her podcast with me, your host, Zoe Richmond. I'm going to be chatting to some of the most inspiring and amazing women in business about all things life, business, money, and mindset. We're going to be sharing our secrets to inspire you on your journey to success. Let's get started. by her podcast. Today I have a guest joining me and I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell us a bit about who she is, where she comes from, what she does. But welcome Molly. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to chat with you today. Um, So yeah, as you said, my name's Molly. I'm from Melbourne, Australia. Um, If you're listening right now, not exactly the place to be, um, but great. Very grateful for an online business, which is what we're going to get to in a minute. So, um, yeah, I grew up in Melbourne and I actually thought I was going to be a nurse. So I went and started studying um, at uni to become a nurse. And, you know, I got into the placements and I instantly knew there is no chance. I can't even look at a needle. Um, I got a blood test today and I'm like freaking out in the corner. It's not for me. Um, So, I mean... I love learning about, and I still love learning, you know, about how the body works and health. I'm very much into that sort of thing. But um, the idea of the idea of one being a nurse and the job itself, but also um, at that time I got introduced to network marketing. And I think once the idea of residual income gets planted in your head, you can't really you can't really go back. So the idea of trading time for money really didn't. Um, didn't excite me because I knew that there could be so much more out there. Um, So I started my network marketing business while I continued to study. Um, And I had two jobs as well. Um, So it was very much very part-time thing for me in the beginning. Um, And it still is the side hustle. I still have a job. Um, But it's allowed me to create a really awesome side income um, that's allowed me to travel and pay off debt um, and, you know, live, out on my own in the, in the big wide world. So, um, yeah, I'm a huge ambassador for um, network marketing, but also, you know, just having a side hustle, whatever that looks like for you. I think that in this day and age, right, it's so expensive to do, to just do normal things like buy a house or even rent a house. Groceries are so expensive. Like everything is super super especially if you're in like a um, capital city and things like that it feels like the cost of living is just um and if you're a young person trying to make it after you finish school or things like that like it just feels like there's not a and there's not enough um opportunity out there to make ends meet so I love what you're saying about how the um the side hustle and the network marketing has helped you to be able to um do all of those extra things because I imagine there's a lot of people out there right now that are like well I'm only just making ends meet I can only just afford to pay all of my bills how can I afford to go out and um have a family holiday obviously once where you know some places you can and some places you can't right now but but that whole um, being able to do more than just survive or um, to have mm. more than just enough um, mm. is really, really important in this day and age, isn't it? Yeah, and I think that's a really um, important point you've touched on as well is um, 
I did a live about this the other day with um, a friend who is, she, we met through network marketing. She has her own um, social media consulting business now. And it was saying, you know, the system, I guess the school system um, and also, you know, life system is kind of really not set up for us to get ahead. Um, you know, we have car loans and house loans and mortgages and hex debt and all these different things, yet the average weight isn't necessarily going up. And unless you plan on being an executive in a, a big corporation and earning six figures that way, yet having no time, um, and however, most people aren't going to do that. So there needs to be a way to bridge, to bridge that gap for the average person. So um, having something on the side that you're fully in control of for, for when shit hits the fan, I don't know if you want this way on here, but for when, for when stuff happens, yeah. um, it's really important. Yeah, and that whole, um, I think, too, um, having, uh, the, when you leave school, you're told to go to uni, get a job and just work the nine till five. But we're not in that sort of, we're, we're curving the system a little bit. And this new generation of people that are coming through are realising that it doesn't have to be like that. You don't yeah. have to exchange your time for money all of the time. And you can take back a bit of that control by um embracing the online world or starting a network marketing business so that you can still earn a bit of money on the side and do those little bits of extra things that you want to do and not just giving away your life to the corporate grind basically and <laughs> doing uh -huh. the nine till five thing that we all are told that that's what we're going to do right uh -huh. oh exactly and um you know there's the reason i the reason i kind of I was I was 19 when I got introduced to network marketing, so I had no idea about anything. Yeah, I had no idea about anything, and so it was you know it was a really fun, cool thing that I kind of did on Instagram for a while, and then I started reading books and I started listening to podcasts, and I thought, okay, this is actually a serious way that I could actually make good money. So um, I guess like for the for everyone, really, you know, um, do you know Robert Kiyosaki? The name does not ring a bell, but tell us anyway. Okay. So he, he, he's a financial expert. Um, he wrote, a, he's written many books, but he wrote a book called um, The Cash Flow Quadrant. And you, you'll understand what I mean in a sec. So um, there's four essentially ways that you can make money. So um, <clears throat> basically as an employee, um, as, a, as a small business owner, oh, sorry, self-employed, um, and then on the right side is a business owner or investor. So the people on the left side of the quadrant, the employees and those who are self-employed, that's what 95% of the population is, yet there's only 5% of the population's wealth there. So um, they're the kind of traditional ways of making money, yet the pe people aren't actually really getting ahead that way. Whereas if you look at the right side, you know, being a business owner or investing, um, it's really hard to go from employee to business owner um, or employee to investor because if you don't have any money to start with, you can't invest. Yeah. And not everybody has this amazing business idea where they're going to create a business and employ people and all that sort of thing to leverage their time. So a cool way to do that is network marketing or some sort of affiliate marketing or, or multi-level marketing or direct sales because um, you can you can still have your job um, so as an employee on as your main thing and ha work it as a side hustle and that can bridge you over the gap to to becoming a business owner 
because the whole premise of network marketing is to leverage yourself. So you're building your network network to then have a team of people who are also working. So you're not just getting paid on your work, you're getting paid on a whole team's worth of people's work. Um, so I guess it's an, it's an accessible way for the everyday person to go from that left side to the right side. Yes, I love that. And I will have to look up that book because I love obviously anything to do with numbers and money and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, That's a really cool way of, of looking at things. Um, so you said you started, um, you were introduced to network marketing when you were 19, what has been your journey from like then to now? Oh my God. Um, it was a, it was a shit show at the beginning. Um, sometimes it still is. Sometimes I'm like, how do I do this? Um, but no, so at the start, I mean, I was studying and I had, um, two jobs. So network marketing for me at the beginning was a way to quit one of those nannying jobs. So, um, I did that. And then, um, I had a friend from Canada coming out to Australia and I wanted to travel Australia with her. Um, but I obviously didn't have money. So that kind of incentivized me to work the business more. Um, so I did. And then kind of grew it to a point where I could travel around Australia um, for as long as I wanted to um, and still get paid at the same time. Um, and that was kind of when the light bulb went off. I thought, oh, okay, this is, this is residual income. This is really cool. So, um, and then... Yeah, it's allowed me to, to quit that other job. Um, it's allowed me to pay off my debt. I don't have a car loan anymore. Um, it's allowed me to yeah, move around, um, moving to the Gold Coast um, earlier next year. So it's just given me the, I guess, a bit more freedom to, to do what I want. Um, was supposed to be in America right now, but, you know, COVID. Um, so, yeah, like I'm still working on it. I'm not where I want to be yet, but it's been... It's been so awesome to, to create that side hustle income to give me a bit more um, freedom than, say, if I were just work, just working a normal job. Yes. Yeah. And I love that. Like, because I guess we don't want to, we spend so much of our time working. You don't want to get to the end of it and be like, what have I actually accomplished? And I, yeah. I like that you get to, um, with the network marketing, you can um, make, I guess, as little or as much as you want based on how much time you're willing to invest and how much you're willing to, to put into it. So what would be your, like for someone who wanted to start looking into it, what would be the biggest piece of advice that you would give them? Um, you have to find a good company. Um, there, you know, there, there still is some um, stigma and stereotypes around network marketing and oftentimes for good reason, because there are companies out there who are just, I've said shit three times on this podcast, but it was just shit. They're not doing things with integrity and, and, and um, you know, there are really bad companies out there. And I think some people, especially older people are kind of scarred by what network marketing used to be. Um, it used to be the like awkward, cold calling, like rocking up to people's houses with the whiteboard. Um, so that's what it used to be. Um, but now with the internet and social media, it is totally different um yeah. and it's a multi-billion dollar industry so um i would say if you're wanting to look into into network marketing um you've got to find the right company um and there's a few things you want to look for you want to look for a company where um the founders have actually been in the field so they actually know what it's like to build a network marketing business um, you want to look for a company that's been around for a while. You don't want to go into a startup company. Um, 
just because they haven't proven their their, their track record yet. Yeah. Um, so there, there are a couple of things you want to you want to look at, and you also want to look at the product. I mean, it needs to be a product that you actually align with, and a product that you would actually really want to promote. So yeah. I always say to people joining my team, like, obviously you have to use the product, um, but you have to use it and really love it, and that will come across in your sales as opposed to just because you can you know you can smell it right a mile away if someone's just trying to push something just to make yeah. a profit. So I would say, yeah, those three things is definitely what you want to look for before you, before you partner with the company. Yeah. And I feel like you really want to make sure they align with your personal values because it's yeah. I guess a bit like when you're going for um, an employed position, you don't really want to be working with someone that totally goes against everything that, you know, if you're all about the environment and you're working for a, <laughs> a company that's destroying the environment or things like that, you want mm. to make sure that, that there's a connection there and that you're going to um, otherwise, like you say, everything that you put out there, people are going to be like, I don't believe you. So why am I going to buy from you? Or why am I going to work with you? Or things like that. Yeah. It really needs to be authentic. Um, so I'm guessing nowadays, instead of the cold calling and the knocking on doors, um, you are leveraging the power of social media. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, when I started, um, because the company I'm with um, is a health and nutrition company. So, it was quite, um, I guess, simple for me to start because people noticed like there was an obvious transformation with my health. Um, I had more energy and I lost a few kilos and I was just kind of a bit bouncier. So people noticed and they started to ask. Um, but once that kind of went away, I was actually very shocked. I thought, oh, I have to work. Like, oh, okay. Yes, a, yeah, people a, are just going to knock on my door. <laughs> yeah, it's a real business. So um absolutely i utilize um social media for everything and i think um it's a really elegant way of going about it as opposed to the the weird random cold calls and rocking up at people's doors um it's just like any other business um you know advertising what you do and, and showing what's possible um on social media and so you know people contact me if i think um you know if i've chatted with someone and i think they they really like what i do i I will reach out to them and offer if they want to have a look. If they don't want to, that's fine. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Like there's, there's billions of people on social media. And so it's, um, you know, so much more opportunity that way to, to reach more people. Yes. Yeah. And I think um, like social media is a bit of fun these days, isn't it? So it's, it, I guess, puts that little bit of element of, of fun into creating something that doesn't have to be that, dry salesy type of, like now with reels and all those excited like you know yeah. in there having a dance and promoting your products at the same time and everyone thinks it's great whereas instead of the knocking on the door or the cold calling and being like hey come and buy my product <laughs> like it's yeah uh, yeah. but I just love the um yeah the flexibility and the freedom that it can provide whilst having um a job like isn't that yeah. <laughs> in this in at this time um so what would be your best piece of advice then um to any small business owner like what's been the biggest lesson that you've had in owning your own business over the last few years oh there's so many i um, know i know to narrow it down to just one <laughs> i would say um really like keeping your finger on the pulse of what's actually happening in your business so um 
for a while when I was, I'm still young, but when I was really young starting, I had no idea what I was doing. So I wouldn't track things. I wouldn't keep note of numbers and growth and, and those sorts of things. I kind of just winged it, which worked for a while, but then it didn't work. So um, I would say really keeping a finger on the pulse of what's actually happening. So like knowing what your next goal is, where you're going, what exactly you're working for and tracking the metrics of that. So um, for me, network marketing, like I'm tracking who I'm talking to, who needs what, what needs to happen next, what team I'm, remember what, what they're going for, what their goal is. So having a system for all of that um, and knowing exactly what's happening, especially with the finances, um, like what you're spending, what you're actually earning, how you can improve it. Because if you don't actually know what's happening with, with the business, then you don't really know where to aim and you can get yourself into a lot of trouble. So I totally agree with that because a lot of people do like they get lucky I guess and and things just keep falling into place but all of a sudden they're gonna not fall into place and then you're gonna get stuck and be like okay so I was making money but now my bank account's empty why is that and then because you haven't got the systems or the processes and things set up from the start you really have to spend a big chunk of time to get it all under control again so that you can move forward but and we're not here just to float along really are we like we're, we're all want to be working towards that next step or that next big thing creating um that legacy or that name for ourselves whatever it is that we're doing um so thank you for sharing that with us because i think the um the 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 residual income and knowing that it doesn't like you don't just have to you're not stuck in a nine to five and and stuck there's opportunity out there we don't all have to and this is why I started this podcast to sort of prove that you don't have to follow that one path and if you've been going down one path and you don't like it it's totally okay to like change paths and go elsewhere and try things and experiment and um, find what it is that lights you up like you starting uni and then realizing oh this is not for me like we've all done that we've all got that one thing that we tried realized wasn't for us and there's no shame in putting your hand up and saying okay that's not for me I'm going to go and try something else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like you said, there is no, there is no shame in going and trying and finding something else. If what you're doing isn't currently working. And I, I get really heated about this whole, um, not having to, not having to do a nine to five job because we don't like, we have this amazing thing called the internet, um, and the online world. And if you, if, if some of you just knew what some 14 year olds are making on YouTube, Oh my gosh. <laughs> you, you would, you would second guess, um, having, a, you know, a hang up about getting into some sort of online business. There's these, there's 14 year olds making stupid videos. Um, I mean, good, good on them. Like go for it. But you know, they're 14, 15, 12, and they're making millions of dollars off of YouTube because they've been able to harness a niche or something, something, um, that's, I guess, entertaining that people want to see um, on YouTube and people are watching it. So um, you've got to find something that works and a system that works and just go into it, go all in. Yeah, absolutely. And that's it. Go all in, isn't it? Like just if if you love it, it brings you passion. Um, It's going to bring the money eventually. So don't do it for the money, do it for the passion and you will find um, that it will all just fall into place, right? (laughs) Yeah, and you know what? You, you, you're so right. You have to do it because obviously you want to make money, but you have to really love what you're doing and love the process of getting there because it never happens the way you think it's going to happen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 
So you can either be miserable in the process or, you know, love it. And I think as entrepreneurs, you're going to fall down. You fall down. I was listening to a podcast this morning. Like we fall down so much every day. There's something. There's always something. And so it's just like, yes, you're always going to fall down. It's just got to get back up um, and try a new strategy. This was, this was my thing for a while. I would just keep going on with the same strategy. So going back to what I was saying before about knowing what's actually happening if something's not working in the business, you have to change it um, and find a new strategy to get yeah. there. Because you do more of what you were doing yesterday that wasn't working. You're just going to create more of that same result, which is not working. So yes. finding a, a new strategy or asking for help or, mm. you know, um, I think that's another thing asking. People don't like to ask for help, but there's plenty of communities out there where, um people are willing to share their expertise and you will find someone no matter what you're doing. There'll, there'll be people out there. Um, oh, yeah. so is there anything that you would like to say to wrap up our chat today? This has been like so eye opening for me and for all of our listeners today. <laughs> um, I would say going back to, you know, um, I think because we are in a bit of a tricky time right now and it, it is hard for a lot of people, um, just know that there are other options um, and there, there, is, there are plenty of ways to make money and there are ways to make money right now um, if you're open, if you're open to having some sort of side hustle. Um, I'm a, as, as I've said a million times, I'm a massive advocate of network marketing. If you find the right company, um, it's just it's an accessible way for the everyday person to, get, to make money online. But whatever it is for you, like there are ways you just have to find them. So, um, you know, go out and find them. There are, there are ways. Go out and have a look. And I guess like you, you've kind of proved, I guess everyone looks and thinks Melbourne, it's like, oh gosh, you guys are, are stuck down there and, you know, everyone's struggling. But I guess that's not the case. There, obviously, there are a lot of businesses that are struggling at the moment, but you've just opened up a whole nother, um, I guess, realm for anyone who maybe is looking to earn a bit of extra money and needs a different avenue because their whole world's been thrown into turmoil this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, 100%. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Where can people find you if they want to know more about you and what you do? I will include the, um, your links in the show notes, but tell us that your, where can they find you on socials and. Yeah. So, um, I'm on Instagram. Instagram is the best way to find me. So it's at, um, Molly, M O W L Y Alma, E L M E R underscore. Um, and I'm all, I'm all over the story. So you'll find me there. Yes. I think a lot of my audience are also Instagram fans. It's my favorite platform. <laughs> bit of fun. So I'll pop the link in so people can come over and check you out and everything that you're all about. But thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. It's been so much fun. Uh, thank you for having me on. It was awesome. All right. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, I would really appreciate it if you subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. And I will see you again next week for another episode.